Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Um, it's Simon here and uh, with me tonight, Fraser. Hi Fraser, how are you? Evening, all good, all good. Are you well? I am, yeah, it's not too bad at all. Not too yeah. bad. I mean, the thing is, you know, I was going to say, sorry, we're, you know, as it's well known, we're a couple of sort of media players now um, <laughs> in, the, in the podcasting world. And, you know, the, the audience, audience, <laughs> I don't know what the word is, listeners are thinking, you know, how have they, got, how have they possibly got time? Well, I, t- I tell you what, you know, we got a we got a tweet in, didn't we, from Andy Moore? Yes. And you know he's he's got the old double commute this week, so we mm. thought right, right, it's not just for Rufy Roo, it's not just for Tim. Hi Tim. We're, we're, hi Tim. We're flying in. This is for you, Andy Moore. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone else, yeah. and because we hadn't done one for three weeks. <laughs> That's true. We've a bit to catch up on, but no, we're 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 here for everybody. Hello, everybody. Well. Quite a bit to cover tonight. Um, four games since we last podded, um, and then we'll look forward to perhaps four games coming up, um, and then a chat, a little bit of talk. It's not much to talk about the council meeting, but um, I guess first first things first, the the Cambridge game, um, which was you know a, a great occasion and a sad occasion and a and a, and a you know remembering Joey. Yeah. I mean, do you know, weirdly, it was, um, for many reasons, it was actually the first game I've been to for just over two years. Um, yeah, it was my first game, uh, seeing Southend at home just before COVID was a thing. Um, and it, it, I'd been away for, so yeah, that was 20, what's that, 25 months. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it, you know, it took me all of about 10 seconds to just get into the ground and just... Um, you know, remembering what you know our, our our club is all about, really, and and how special it is, and because I can't, I can't believe how well I can believe how correct the club got that, how how right they got the stuff they did in tribute to 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 Joey Beecham. It was it was it was unbelievable. It really was. It was a moving moment. Um, it was so much bigger than the game that came after it, and and I mean that was great. Um, but it was. The club just got it so spot on. Um, they didn't. They didn't sell it short, and they didn't. They didn't do. They didn't overdo anything. It was just perfect. I thought um, the the bit where they had all the the, the the youth set up, and each of the age groups ran into the. Um, there was. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house, was there? It was. It was absolutely brilliant. I can't believe how how spot on the club got that. It was. Uh, it was fantastic. You're so right. It's something we talked. Obviously. You weren't able to do the last pod. We had um, Swiss Yellow on, and and we talked about how right the club are doing things in in so many ways. Not not just around the team and the training and the the way they play and all of that sort of stuff, but but things like you know that Cambridge game and and how they you know it wasn't not wearing the black armbands at Crew because they wanted the memorial to be at home to be you know the oxford family and all of that sort of stuff and I, you're so right they they are getting everything you know on a sad day you know it's a shame that they had to do what they did that day and and we had you know to remember joey you know because of what happened but they did it right they got it right you know people like uh, and it's it's it, you know radio oxford as well i i did the wasn't at the game after that game um that had been kind of arranged a little way away ahead so i kind of contacted them and said look if you know if you've got other things planned absolutely fine I, i'll do another day and it was like no no you know you're a fan as well come and speak to us and you know the way that you know 
Jerome and Nick Harris and, and Nathan Cooper and everybody involved in that respect and, and people like Peter Rhodes Brown and, and everybody, you know, Chris Williams, all of those people who would have known Joey, you know, either very closely because they played with him or, or just closely because they're fans and they, you know, that, that with everything that Radio Oxford does, you know, to cover the club, they're obviously very, you know, close, they're fans and all of that. I think everybody did it brilliantly. It was, it was really really respectful but also you know joyous and that we remembered the the wonderful things that we remembered about joey and it, it you know and the, the game kind of lived up to that as well it was a you know um i think you know sam smith i'd forgotten he played with us and then he scored and kind of did what he did and it was almost like that helped to to kind of make our players realize actually you're in a game now right you know i know it, it was hard for them as well. You know, they, they would have known, you know, with the, certainly with the Oxford fans that are in the team, people like Matt Taylor and Sam Long, you know, they know what, what Joey meant as to us as fans. So Sam Smith doing what he did, showing that sort of disrespect, regardless of his apology, I think, I know that was one of those, I'm sorry if you were upset apologies. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, I, I had so many different feelings about that when he first did it. I think because I, I was in that stand behind the goal, I think um, I felt like most people did. I just thought, "What on earth are you doing?" Well, mm. stronger language than that, but yeah. <laughs> um, it was just so, you know. And he can say it's the heat of the moment and all this sort of thing, but I mean, literally, what was happening on the pitch six minutes prior to that, mm. you know, yeah. when you take that into account. The fact that he didn't even say... And look, I, I've said on this podcast before, I can't be asked with people who get really touchy about old players celebrating, right? But we know that's not the issue here. Um, it's his complete lack of... And, and then after that, I, I, I kind of I kind of thought, you know what? I, I'm not going to make my memory of that day that. And um, the guy did a stupid thing, you know, and let's move on. Um, and... And then yeah, his apology came, and I and I went back to being annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was um yeah. I just suddenly thought no. I just thought no. You that's it's and like you say, it was kind of worded like I'm sorry if you were hurt by it, but mm. I don't really know that I did anything wrong. Well, yeah. yeah, okay. And look, there are former players who've played for us who weren't very good for us, and they got a bit of stick from fans. I honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I honestly don't remember Sam Smith getting any bad treatment from our fans. In fact, I think most of us wanted it to work for him. Yeah. And yeah. and it just never really did. And it was nobody's yeah. fault. Nobody really, you know, had any anger about that. It just no. didn't work out. There we go. Yeah. And and But yeah, I just thought, anyway, I've already talked about that for too long yeah. on this. But yeah. But like I said, I think it, it kind of, made a, a point to our players that actually we're in a game now, you know, it, the conceding a goal that early on. And then, you know, I mean, we, we made a little bit of hard work of it, you know, with him scoring his second early in the second half. And, but we, by the end of the game, we were in, in real control and, and looked, looked, looked like we do scoring goals, conceding goals, but we're scoring goals for fun at yeah. the moment. Yeah. You know, the fact that two of the goals came from Taylor and Baldock, um, mm. you know, sort of two, Oxford fans as boys who, you know, um, and on the day we kind of marked uh, Joey's life. Yeah, it was uh, it was really moving. It was just kind of poetry on the pitch. And um, and look, you know, had, had we lost the game, nobody's really... It doesn't ruin anything that happened before it. No. Um, but yeah, it was so it was so great to get that win. Um, and, 
Uh, yeah, to see his. I think they brought his kids round after the game, didn't they? On the yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. 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 Um, so really, really kind of a, um, a lovely um, touch at the end there. Mm. I think that was Carl's idea, or I think I heard him I say so. in an yeah, interview. I th- yeah. yeah, I think the, the, his kid, you know, Joey's kids was was sat near the dugout, I believe, or or close by, and and yeah. It was kind of, I, I get, you know, Carl's got a daughter of that sort of age, I think, the teenage daughter, you know, so, you know, he would realise how how much, you know, the kids will have meant to Joey and, and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, again, it's it's him doing the right thing on a human level. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, some things, a lot of things are, are, are much bigger than football. And, yeah, events like that... Um, they kind of they kind of remind you of that, and there's you know there's people and a family and friends involved here, and and that's that's the main thing really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what was uh, what was after that, Sai? <laughs> well, well, I was just going to say before we move on to what Sorry, was, yeah. Pom- Pompey was after that, but the was the the fanatics and the and the big oh, surfer yes, that yeah. they did, and and absolutely fantastic, you know. We, yeah. We had Joe on the pod last time out. And, you know, everyone who donated and, and fantastic work from from them. You know, I think they're, they're, they're planning stuff for later in the season as well, hopefully. Um, so we're, you know, in in the way that the Ultras did their thing back in the day, uh, you know, we've had a little bit of a lull between and to for, for some young lads to, to, you know, get off their asses and do something because they wanted to bring a bit of colour back. Absolutely fair play to them. And I thought that, you know, that big surfer was, oh, was fantastic. Brilliant. You know, it was spot brilliant. On. So, it was um, absolutely, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and, and the, the ground looked amazing. Yeah. Um, we talked on here before about how much we dislike our current home ground, but the rare occasions when it does look like home and that was one of them. It felt mm. like home on that day. Yeah. Um, and where do they, out of interest, where, where do they get, the the big surfer where do they get that done so quickly is there a company that does that or there yeah i'm not sure where where they got it from but yeah there are companies that do that kind of thing right and i guess you know i've i've, I've had it with, with um when we did not to that size but we did a smaller one for um when mickey lewis passed right and i think it's one of those if you kind of say these these people are used to doing big surfers and, and football flags and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, listen, this is an urgent one. I, I appreciate your normal timescales of this, but this is to remember someone who's just died and, and you know, any chance you can do it quicker. Sure. So, you yeah. know, th- those sort of companies are, are great for getting stuff done. Uh, right. You know, obviously. So, yeah, I'm not sure where it came from, um, but yeah, there are com- yeah companies that do that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what came next? Yeah, Pompey away. Yeah. And, then, and another 3 2. I mean, we, we, <laughs> I think that's kind of the, seems to be the scoreline um, that we, we seem to quite like at the moment. Um, or yeah. Quite common. Just the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's like kind of, uh, as they say about buses, you wait and then two kind of once because I that 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 uh Cambridge game was my first game and I went to Pompey away as well. Right. <laughs> um yeah and it was uh I've got to say it was 5 minutes in I thought mm. we were going to absolutely batter them yeah. um because we scored that goal so easily they looked they already looked done by then they just looked they couldn't be bothered mm. Pompey this is. Um yeah and suddenly half time rolls around and it's 2-1 to Pompey. Yeah. Um and and uh just after the the three one, just after half time, the, the, the it was an unbelievable save. I think Stevens was in goal that night. Yeah. Um. They. It was ridiculous. It should so so have been four one. Absolutely. Mm. Um. 
Yeah, I I don't know. We weren't we weren't really at the races that night. I don't think. I don't think anyone would would really disagree with that. It's we the Pompey deserved that win. To yeah, be fair, yeah. they, over the ninety they did. Yeah, it was nice to see Marcus Brown back starting yeah. and, and looking strong, um, but not for very well, not for very long for most of the game, and then sadly an injury which looks like it will keep him out for the rest of the season. But but he certainly yeah. showed why we brought him back, you know, and it shows. I think. Um, Carl Robinson said, well, you know, we, we always thought there was a risk of him getting an injury, but we've kind of planned for that. And if he, if the, you know, if he was injured, we, he, he used the phrase, we'll build him back how we want him built sort of thing. Yeah. So I guess there's that yeah. kind of rehabilitation that, you know, that they'll now work, work on from now until pre-season and, and, and get him fit and raring to go. But it, yeah, he, he looked, he looked strong. He looked quick and, and took his goal very well. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a positive for the, the next season, I guess. Yeah, and it's a. I mean, you touch on his injury there. It, it was a real show. Like you say, he's he's a permanent player now. So we've we, you know, he'll he'll be a big a big part of the team next season. Um, regardless of which division we're in, he'll make an impact in either. Um. Uh. But yeah, it it kind of um talking of injuries leads me to the annoying Sam Baldock injury. <laughs> yeah. Um. We 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 knew this might happen because mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of history with that, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was so disappointing because it was it was to have Taylor and Baldock, and I'm not saying that any player who's not from Oxfordshire we should make feel unwelcome, but there's just an added bit of of something, isn't there, when it's too. Mm. Kind yeah. of boyhood fans yeah. <laughs> who yeah. were, and especially no, again, no disrespect. In fact, sorry, I think you said this to Stevie Kinnebra. Um We don't come, we don't turn up to see centre backs. No, you're right. Yeah, it was, was it you? After, was it you? After, yeah. yeah, after the Cambridge game, and it, it, it was yeah. talking about you know how we, I'm talking about Joey, but it, you're right. It, you know, we, well, unless it's sort of Paolo Maldini or you know or. Um, Bobby Moore or someone like that, but no, you 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 turn up. You want to see entertainers. You want to see wingers <laughs> going down the line and putting yeah, crosses in. But or, you do, or, and that's what it is. You know, and it is that kind of yeah. It's that's why they yeah. get the bigger money. You know, centre yeah. forwards are the ones that that earn the money, and, and yeah. you know, are the are the ones that the, the sponsors love. And yeah, know, it's yeah. I, I just thought... right. So that 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 kind of from Pompey to Burton. Bowled up with two games in in the Burton game and and I didn't go to that. It, um, we were having a, a get to family get together for my dad's birthday and and it yeah. was kind of I'd, I'd heard on the way round I'd heard the first goal I think and then within a couple of minutes of getting there Telly was on and it was like, what we're four nil up it was yeah. like wow you know so yeah no, a was... really kind of e- easy win you know fantastic yeah. it, was, it and... was done by half time. Yeah, and it was and and the full time score showed it as well because the second half I don't know if anything happened. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about really in that second half. But um, no, literally yeah, but, nothing. I've, I've kind of got the stats up. No, no yellow cards. No uh, goals. Yeah. No, I, no. I, I, I do wonder what what does and you know it's a problem you want to have obviously. But what does a manager say to a team at half time who are four 0 up? Do you just kind of say right, let's. Keep it tight, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. not get injured needlessly. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, no yellow cards, no no injuries. You've won the game. Don't yeah, yeah don't do anything silly. Don't uh, yeah, don't give them a chance. Don't give them a way back in, and uh, yeah, conserve your energy because the next game at Shrewsbury was going to be tough with it with with the you know the Baldock injury and the 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 illnesses and bits and pieces that we've had 
at, at the moment. We're 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 not quite down to the sort of bare bones of the team, but there's it, we're certainly it's a little bit right. Who's fit and right? You're pretty much yeah, playing. Absolutely. I I I think that win was huge um, because mm. you know you know come come May um, when we got the final table, if we're in. Um, I'm, I'm still saying if I'm not being pessimistic, but I just don't want to, you know, um, we, we it's kind of obvious it's going to be tight. Yeah. Um, if we're in, it could be by three or four points. I think those three points were huge mm. because because they're with our injuries um, it, and, you know, we'd we'd, you know, smashed Burton and. Um, OK, we lost to Pompey, but we we, we dominated Cambridge. It It felt like. You know, we were kind of expected to win that game, so it felt like there could so easily be a banana skin there for us. Um, yeah. And we just, you know, I mean, when, when I think when that lineup came out, the entire fan base kind of went, <laughs> "What the hell is that?" Yeah. Um, but you know, it it, it did a job, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think it was a I think it was a certain penalty. I don't think there's any complaints about it. Um, yeah, and and you know it's 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 uh, we we got the win, but Christ, mm. it was it was it was nervy at the end, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and Shrewsbury had been a, a side that although they hadn't won many games recently, they they've picked up some some you know some hard earned points. You know they'd drawn with Rotherham, they'd drawn with Wickham, they'd only lost to Plymouth and Portsmouth by the odd goal. You know they were. They were they were a better side than their results had kind of shown, and then after playing us midweek, they've beaten Morecambe five nil. You know, they're I think they've kind of they're a better side than like I say than the than the results were showing because they were playing a lot of the top sides and getting you know getting draws, getting narrow defeats. So, like you say, especially with the injuries to go there and and grind it out a little bit, but but you know get the result. And John Massinio, you know, to play 90 minutes after, I think that's the first start since December 2020. Um, you know, he's been coming on occasionally at the end of games just to kind of put a bit of a, a defensive sort of shield there and, and a bit of, right, let's let's not lose a game. But I thought he was he was fantastic. You know, he's, he's clearly still fit. You know, he's, he's, as he said this week, I think, you know, he's training, he's ready to play. Um, and... He, he perhaps couldn't do Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday anymore. But to be able to do that and come in and, you know, he's an experienced player. A lot, that first sort of two or three yards is in your head because he's anticipating. He knows where he's got to be. He's not having to react. He's already thinking of what he's going to do. And I think he, he was exceptional. Yeah. I think he, he breeds confidence in the side, doesn't he? He's a, yeah. he's an experienced old head back at, on the back line. And he, yeah. he you, you kind of feel a bit... A bit safer. Uh, mm. I, well, I should presume you do if you're a, a player. You feel a bit um, safer with him in the in the squad, yeah. um, in the in the starting lineup. And um, yeah, and I'm amazed that we had a penalty and uh, he didn't take it. But um, <laughs> I guess you can't take him off, Rannigan, at the moment, can you? Not but, really. No. Yeah. No. But um, I, I still I still contest Massinho's taken the best penalty I've ever seen live, mm. um, which is just any of his penalties, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I think that was a huge win, um, yeah. and it, it really just kind of keeps us right in there. And and I was saying to, um, I think I was saying on on the on the WhatsApp group that um, it, it it feels like we should kind of cannot dare I say it feels like we should be more secure in the playoffs than we are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how many people are near <laughs> us <laughs> because it's... 
Yeah, it's getting tighter and tighter, isn't it? Yeah, it feels like we've won so many games. That yeah. I, I can't believe... I can't understand how we're in this... Uh, I don't know, I just thought we'd be further ahead than that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, it, it is. And, and one of the, I think, looking at the table, you know, um, we've got Ipswich on, on coming to town on Saturday. We're eight points clear. And you just feel, with the with the games now starting to run out, you know, we're, we're down to the last eight games of the season for us. Um we're eight points clear of them. If we beat them, we're 11 points clear. And you just feel that's too much for them to catch us. And then it's down to eight teams, sort of wick them upwards, really. So, you know, like you said, yeah. Shrewsbury on Saturday was a huge game. And getting those three points, how important might that be? Ipswich, they're a side that have been on a decent run, you know, since Christmas when, when the new manager came in, who's another, it's an interesting one, a bit like Neil Critchley at Blackpool, who'd never managed a, a you know, first team club, you know, in, in the football league before. He'd always been an academy manager in the under 21s and assistants and that kind of thing. And, and Kieran McKenna at Ipswich is coming from, from Man United as their academy manager and then being assistant manager. And he's done really well. You know, he's, he's, he's kind of, Got them, got them winning and and uh, winning games and being hard to beat. Um, that will be a tough game for us. No, it will absolutely. Um, and it's going to be um, the um, their fans are still sore about the the home <laughs> game, aren't they? Yeah, it's I mean, hilarious, isn't it? Apparently, I mean, I mean, we're the highest scoring. We've scored more. I, I had a quick look at the sorry to interrupt, but I had a quick look at the stats about what you know because they say oh you know Oxford they play for a draw and it's like well you either set up and play for a draw at the start well we've scored more goals in the first 15 minutes than anyone else and if you're saying oh well you know they just wasted time and, and ground out and they, they they were playing for a point through the second we've scored more goals in the last 15 minutes and we've also scored more goals in the last half hour of games than anyone else in the league this season yeah, I mean it's it's just crap, isn't it? What are they on about? And I know I know they're basing it on our trip to Portman Road, where yeah, we played the game that day. Mm. Um, but they're, they're kind of, you know, what we say about Wickham. I kind of feel like that's because they played like that against us every game for the last what ten years, yeah, yeah. and 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 they're known for it in the division. Mm. Every team they play against, the, the the opposition seem to say that. Ipswich, well, a few of their fans, I must say. A lot of their fans are turning on the ones still saying it now, um, but they just seem to be obsessed with this this performance we put in earlier in the season. Mm. And look, I'm I'm gonna they're gonna you know come after me uh, if uh, we lose on Saturday. Well, I say come after. I hope that I can't imagine they listen <laughs> to this. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of I know it's I'm I'm doing exactly what they want, but it's making me really want to win that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and I think you know if we go three or four nil up, it will be boring, boring Oxford ringing out from the from the stands. Yeah, well that would be wonderful. It would, it would. But it's going to be a tough one. I you know. I think it will. I think it'll be tight. Yeah, yeah. good um, side. You, know, you, uh, you like to say you know since since the new manager came in um, in December, I think he's only lost a couple of games since then. So they're they're a side that are. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. I, I did read today though their their goal scorer their their main man up front is out now possibly until the end of the season so that might oh, okay. have an impact on them um who knows um yeah, yeah. it's gonna be tough 
Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, I got excited about Ronan Curtis being out and it didn't help. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, like you say, if you look at the next few games, it's Ipswich, Morecambe, Sunderland, Plymouth or Plymouth, Sunderland? Plymouth, Sunderland, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, bloody hell. That's going to be... Plymouth, Sunderland, I mean, that's just... We're just like a little three-team league in our own there, aren't we? And that's yes. going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, those... those yeah, those... Those games there um, in a in a couple of weeks' time or three weeks' time are going to be yeah very very nervous. Yeah, absolutely. It's, then, um... But Plymouth also plays Sunderland um, as well. So the, like you say, there's that little kind of three teams we're we're each playing each other. We're playing Plymouth and Sunderland and and oh right they, okay they play not not long after they've played us. Plymouth have got a hell of a run in. They they've still got to play us obviously. Ipswich. Wickham, Sunderland, Wigan, oh. and and MK Dons in the last game of the season. So they've got oh. you know a really kind of tough run in. Um, yeah. But then you know everybody's got to play everybody at some point, and it's oh, you know, yeah. it's uh, everyone's got got some tough games. Um, but then it, it, it's weird because if you look at it, if we're on sixty eight points and there's eight games to play, really you'd have to think that for the playoffs we need seventy four points, um, but. Does that do it this year? Because I, mm, that, that's, sure that, that means we only need to get one quarter of the remaining available points. Yeah. I mean, we need we need six points for 74. And is that right? There are eight games left. So there's 24 points left to play for. Yeah. So, yeah. So we need a quarter of the points available. But I, like you said, I, I'm not sure if 74 is enough this year because... It, I can't think that it's usually this high. No. Um, the if you look at, I think I looked at the championship the other day, who play the same number of games as us, and I'm sure the the points numbers are nothing like League One. No, I think it, it's. Um, a, I, I had a, a chat with the one of the Morecambe fans who does a podcast earlier today, and I obviously I'm not looking at that end of the table much, but if you look at the moment, um, you've got Morecambe on 32 points, who are two off the bottom of the table. And going, and then there's three teams above them on 33. It's it's like it is at the top. It's tight at the bottom as well. But he he said whoever goes down is going to go down on a record low number. You know, so somebody's going to escape, you know, relegation on a on a record low. And I think it will be the opposite at the top, in that it will somebody will miss out with a points tally that would almost always have got you in the playoffs because it is so tight. And the teams, like you say. We're on good form. Plymouth are on decent form. Sunderland are on good. Sheffield Wednesday, you know, Wickham have have faltered maybe a little bit, but but you know it's it it's going. Nobody's going. I like you say. Normally the points would be we only need a quarter of the remaining points. I don't think anyone's going to get anywhere near the playoffs just doing a quarter of the remaining points now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. going to be a lot higher. Yeah, it's um. Oh, it's, I mean, <laughs> I like being involved in it, but I also hate it. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's getting to that point. Like, like I said, I've been looking at who's playing who, and at, at some point, it's now going to be right. Who do we? How many points have they got to win to make the playoffs and catch us? And you know, if we if we win this game, and and how many does that remain? You know, and I, I it gets the like I said, I think that Ips, this Ipswich game, we could if we win. I think that's we don't need to be worrying about them. We're eleven points clear with seven games left, and I just can't see them getting you know eleven points more than us in seven games. It, it, I, you just don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. So that makes that game huge. 
then it's Morecambe away. You know, we really should be beating them. They're, they're on a, you know, like I say, we beat Shrewsbury 2-1. Shrewsbury go there and win 5-0. We really should be beating them. And then that then that brings us then, like you say, to Plymouth and Sunderland in that little three-team league. You know, oh, it's... Yeah. yeah. So what we what we saying points-wise? Well, Swiss Yellow... We talked about this, didn't we, on the WhatsApp group? It's like it, it does sound very 80s. We we ran it through a computer, um, a supercomputer, <laughs> and, and it came out with the following result. He, the the predictions that they were looking, he was looking at, was 81 points would make the playoffs, um, and I think it could well what? be that minimum. Yeah, and you know the teams Jesus. missing out were on 80. But if you look at it, you think we're we're you know you you need. You need to be maybe winning away, draw, sorry, winning at home, drawing away. You know, you're looking at two points a game to, to stay in with a chance. Like you say, because although we've been on a great run of form, we're not running away. You know, we're not absolutely nailed on for the playoffs because Wickham are three points behind us and outside the playoffs. You know, I, I you know our goal difference is, is decent, um, but equally... Uh, in two games time we could be three points outside the playoffs it's it's going to be really up and down um and nail biting I'm, I'm going to say seven points from the four games seven from the four yeah and i think i think we will beat ipswich beat morecambe draw who what who's next plymouth, plymouth away I think yeah, I think we'll beat Ipswich, beat Morecambe, draw with Plymouth, and lose to Sunderland. Lose at home to Sunderland. I, I think yeah. I think you're right with the first two. I've got a feeling we might come unstuck at Plymouth, um, but get a, but get a result, maybe a win against Sunderland. Um, Are you saying nine? I'm I'm thinking we could go nine. Um, yeah. I think that might be a little bit pushing it. Um, I mean that would be amazing. It would be. It? I, we'd, t- we'd take that all day long, wouldn't we? That'd be, um, that'd be forty-two games, seventy-seven points, which you have to feel is. Getting close there, is, isn't it? Is good enough, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Uh, oh God, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the new stadium? Yeah, let's. Well, let's. A, is it there yet? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I know. I, I used the analogy to somebody recently um, that you know we are. If you if you imagine the process to get to a new stadium built when we're playing games there in the same way as you think of the FA Cup. And we're, we're essentially, we're at half time in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. And we that what happened on Tuesday was basically the referee not abandoning the game. You know, we've, we've kind of gone, OK, we'll talk some more. We'll continue the discussions. You know, the club and the council will continue discussions. And there's so many people that need to say yes and be convinced that it's a good idea you know, there's there's several different councils. There's county councils, there's local councils, there's city councils, there's there's all the people involved. There's it's owned by one council, it's leased by another. There's getting the the buy-in from the sports teams that currently play there. You know that they're happy to move out and we find them facilities somewhere else and we do all that. And that's before we even look at anything like a planning application where we actually look at what it, you know, there was obviously that that overall sort of top-down view of of what a, a stadium might look like. That was really just to show how big a stadium would be on that site. It wasn't necessarily anything like it's going to be. 
you know, before we get to that point, it's got to go through, you know, there'll be traffic surveys, there'll be all sorts of stuff that has to be done before we can even start thinking about what colour the seats are going to be. You know, it, yeah. it's so far it's, off. Or, do you know what, sorry, go on. When I say so far, it, it's got to go through so many stages, you know, and so many different boxes have got to be ticked for all the right reasons. You know, we can't just go, right, we're going to build it and it doesn't matter what it looks like and who, how we get there and all of that. You know, you, you have to, we've talked about being a good neighbour and I think, you know, th there's some genuine concerns that people have got. Maybe they've got those concerns because people have been saying things that aren't necessarily true about the new stadium, what it's going to look like, because at the moment we don't know what it's going to look like. So people saying it's going to look like this, that and the other, well, they can't really know that because nobody knows what it's going to look like. So it's over overcoming those, you know, those genuine fears and also the sort of scaremongering fears so that, you know, you aren't you, you, you become a good neighbour. Yeah. And, and I mean, you are right when you say, um, I, mean, I think we discussed this before, but you are right when you say there's a very long way to go. Mm. However, it it's something that's going to have to move at pace if if we want in there in 2026. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not far away. No. Um, I mean, that's, you know, I think we said on the last part of the one before where, I mean, that's basically think back to when we appointed Carl Robinson. That's how far away that is. Mm. So it's four years. That's it. You yeah. know, it's, it's not long and it's going to have to move quickly. Yeah. Otherwise we're going to have to figure out something with Mr. Kassam. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I don't know what that conversation even looks like. <laughs> can we have another year? No, yeah. you can have 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. It, it, and that's, um, yeah, that's... So, a... but it, it, I, I watched that, uh, I think you did too, I watched that uh, council meeting and it, it, mm. look, it, looked, it sounded promising. It sounded like yeah. a lot of the room were on side. Mm -hmm. A lot of the room agreed with the proposals and, and in principle agreed with it being a good idea mm. um that there being a, a stadium there and um it, it you know that they had the um is it oxford all blacks yeah um, uh, gosford gosford all blacks sorry Gos yeah. gosford all blacks um the i think he was the chairman um mm. spoke very sort of highly of it obviously he's got a game there and you know he didn't hide that you know that's mm. he's going to they're going to do well out of it um in terms of having somewhere to go that's a much better facility um but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting ride, um, and uh, it's like you say, it's, it's just a, another little hurdle jumped, but many many hurdles to go, and there's like yeah, yeah. ten beaches brooks to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and it's yeah. you know then along the road there may well be the occasional um, the occasional fall, and we've got to get back on that horse. You know, to use your Grand National analogy, it's it's gonna be a yeah a long a long road there might be some things that happen that nobody had foreseen um but it will be yeah we're just gonna have to overcome those and and, and address them as best we can and 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 hopefully that'll uh that'll get us there um, um but if we do get there here we go this is a, you'll like this one it's a nice little segue if we do get there it will mean that the women's team can can play there whereas you know at the kasam it turned out they weren't allowed to play. You know, we wanted to play the the, the game against Southampton, make a big thing about that, and uh, yeah, that that uh, that didn't happen at the Kassam, but it happened at Court Place Farm, and and a load of people turned up, and it was a you know a, a decent performance against the very strong side. I was I was stood watching, it and Ali 
and and I were watching the game and we were sort of at one end of the ground and it was like who's, who's the Southampton manager then I said I don't know actually he said he said she'll, it'll probably turn out that she's played for England you know and, and she's quite famous so anyway after the game I looked her up yeah sure enough 98 games for England and like 25 <laughs> goals and like, yeah fair enough Bloody <laughs> so, <hell>. yeah, <laughs> uh, so so you know a, a team like you know a Premier League club in Southampton with a you know an ex-England international as their manager and, and yeah. you know clearly a, a massive budget and we we did brilliantly against them you know we we yeah. we, we more than matched them and wasn't it the the um the, the the biggest attendance at that ground i think so yeah it was over 500 yeah. so yeah it was it was good to see um it, it there, there's really something growing there and i think it, it it can only be a good thing for for the county as well that we've got a a, a women's team um that's going so well and and hopefully for you know, I, I, was, I was chatting to a, a, a an old a player that I used to play football with, you know, as, as a kid. And his daughters, through lockdown, found things a little bit tough. But she's got into football now and is absolutely loving it. And it's kind of like for her to see a way of actually, you know, maybe I can play for Oxford as well. You know, and it, it, yeah, it's, no, I think absolutely. it's a really positive thing that, that you see so many, so many women's teams and girls teams now popping up and, and they can see a way into a into playing for Oxford. We have I won't say who, we have kind of had an agreement that a player will come on the pod uh from one of the players. Um but uh yeah, watch this space. <laughs> well that's good. You know, it, it, and again around the her game two movement, you know, that's that's gaining traction, which is fantastic. You know, you you kind of I mean if, if we're talking football, Kath, who used to be on the podcast, no longer is because she's part of the club now, but, you know, assistant manager for, for the women's team. I think, you know, there's somebody who's got a UEFA B licence now, I think it is. And, and you know, if you if you want to talk to somebody who knows their football, well, there's Kath. No, it's unbe- you know, it's it, unbelievable. It, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like we, we can sort of think, we, we're sat here thinking we know what we're talking about. We don't really. Um, no, but, no. But, you know, and it, and it is that kind of... And, and you know what? It doesn't really matter whether you do know what you're talking about or not, because it, it should be for everyone. Whether you know what you're talking about at football or not, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, it, it's yeah. everyone's game. It should be everyone's game. There's space for everyone. There's space for kids. There's space for the ultras. There's space for us old fogies in the South Stand Upper. There's space for everyone. You know? yeah. And it, but, it should be that. But she, she like sees things and I'm just like... Oh yeah, the, the 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 ball is being moved. <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> well, she sees I mean, this, I like, Alan Shearer would... manages to make a career out of doing that on telly, so you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I, I will hopefully have a back on the pod one day. But I, I, you know, I don't know. I think her career's going to go from strength to strength, and uh, she's going to get further away from us. So, yeah, yeah. so in a few years, that we go. We knew her. They've got a really exciting running, haven't they? I think it's going to be really tight between them and Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of Southampton with games in hand, but quite a number of points behind. Ipswich four points ahead. So yeah, it's 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 very very tight at the top. Three teams at the top there, and uh, yeah, I think after the, the women's team they lost to MK Dons one 0 that would have been great if they could have won that. That would have really put some pressure on Ipswich. But hey, it's it's there's still a long way to go in the season. Um, like the men's team is going to be twists and turns, um, and hopefully 
you know, that'd be great. Two promotions, both teams would be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's a hell of a lot of nerves yeah. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is. God. But that's why we love it. You know, Absol- I, I, of course we, it is. We could be looking at mid-table kind of boredom and everyone on the beach by, uh, yeah, by the of next course game. It is. Um, yeah. But that's what we, why we enjoy it. Yeah. Right. I think we've uh, put the OUFC world to rights there. We have indeed. We have. I think. Uh... <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope, Andy, I hope you've enjoyed it. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, you're probably, I don't know where you work. I mean, say, say if it's London, I hope you've made it past Stoken Church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which depends, isn't that he far. Might, but... He might go on the train. Depends where he's starting <laughs> he from. He could do. All I hope of... you've got. Yes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe now you're at Gerrard's Cross. I don't know. Or maybe you've gone the other way and you're at Warwick Parkway. Who yeah. knows? Who knows where you work? Well, do you work from home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his double commute is down to the kitchen, cup of coffee, yeah. back upstairs, yeah. into the office, Absolutely, into the home yeah. office. But, uh, yeah, and thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, hi, Reefy Roo. Yeah. Hi, Tim. Um, hi to everyone who listens. Yeah, hello. Uh, you're all important to us, every single one of you. Take care of each other, I think. Yeah, look after each other, take care of each other. Um, Ipswich at home on Saturday. Bring it on. And uh, we'll see you next time.